WCCP, Hopkinsville, Clarksville, and Fort Campbell. It's time we lock the suit up and let Samantha Knight play whatever she wants. From the Carolinas to this side of the Mississippi, it's rock around the region on Z97.5. Everything that rocks.
Norwegian on Z97.5. Yeah, yeah, she can sing. Her name is Steph, and she fronts the band Black Plague. They are out of Virginia. The tune, Anguish, and that's how we get started tonight on Rock Around the Region. Powered by 13 Daggers, Tattoo, and Body Piercing, rocking hard on the boulevard. I am Samantha Knight. Thanks for joining me for the hour. We're going to get you hooked up with a lot of great tunes, bands from right here in our own area and uh, the whole Southeast United States. Part two of my conversation with Lights of Marfa coming your way tonight. We're going to meet their new singer, Hatch. You're also going to hear from Absent from the Body, Taco Mouth. Got a brand new tune from Awaken and a throwback track and news about Egypt Central coming up as well. Reverend Jack out of Madisonville, Kentucky, seemed to be on the dream train right now. They've got a brand new EP that they recorded with members of Foreigner and uh, Winger and Whitesnake. They've also had the chance to play with Foreigner, and they've got another chance to play with Foreigner. In fact, there's a show July 25th at the Family Arena in St. Charles, Missouri. They're going to open for Foreigner while Foreigner's out on the Greatest Hits Tour. How amazing is that? So congratulations to those guys. Big things on their horizon. Here's their cover of the Allman Brothers' Midnight Rider. It's Reverend Jack on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. I've got to run to keep from hiding But I'm not Keep 
serving up the homegrown good stuff, and it's not even illegal. Eats rock around the region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks. around the region on Z97.5 out of Memphis, Tennessee. Devour the day. That is Wonderful Creatures from the band's latest album. They have got a big tour coming up this fall. They are teaming up with Pop Evil to open on the Skillet 7 Dust headlining run, co-headlining run. That tour kicks off August 11th at Minglewood Hall in Memphis. Yes, we have details on the concert calendar at Z975.com. Now, Devour the Day, before they were Devour the Day, they were Egypt Central, right? Still the same dudes, Joey and Blake. And uh, there's been some buzz going along the Egypt Central Facebook page. It seems like back on June 6th, they put a little snippet of a brand new Egypt Central song. 
And just a couple of days ago, there was another little video that had some kind of ambient music to it with a date of July 5th, 2019. So whether that means a brand new song, maybe they're releasing a song a month. I don't know. I've got to get Blake on the phone and find out. In the meantime, we are going to go back to the beginning with this one. Coming off of their album, oh God, what the hell was it? I think it was their self-titled one. And then it also served on the WWE SmackDown versus Raw soundtrack. And I think I remember it from the movie The Cave. Uh, actually, the soundtrack to The Cave. It was never in the movie, but it was on the soundtrack, and the soundtrack was killer. So big-time throwback track for you from Egypt Central, taking you down. It's on Rock Around the Region on C97.5. the best of the southeast region without the fear of banjos each rock around the region with samantha knight on c97.5 everything that rocks
Around the region on Z97.5 out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. That is Emerge, the new tune, What You Want It To Be, available now not only in the band's album, but you can get the individual song if you like. Download it through Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, all of that kind of good stuff. They have also are going to be taking part of a really cool show July 18th. Uh, you got to check out details. It's happening at the Open Chord in Knoxville. It's called From the Inside. It's a night of celebration and remembrance for Chester Bennington and Lincoln Park. And not only will Emerge be a part of it, but Jesse Hashik and Brian Voting of 10 Years are going to be a part of it as well. You can learn more at Facebook.com slash Emerge Rock 0115. Time for part two of my conversation with the Nashville outfit Lights of Marfa. As I was talking last week, it's been a bit. We've got new members and one of those being Hatch. It's time to get to know Hatch. So I want to come back then over to you, Hatch, because, I mean, these guys all went through it their first time in here. So we have the little get oh, to God. know you session. Yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> Pressure's on now. I mean, obviously, you and Jeremy had a history back in, in Texas and everything and, and get to this point. I want to know where the hell you came from. What did you grow up in listening to in your house? Were your parents musical? Did you have music in the house that, yeah. that kind of caught your ear? And then what was it? This is like a three-parter. Uh, what was it that made you decide all of a sudden, like, that's what I want to do and pick up an instrument? It's pretty easy, actually. Both parents are musicians. My there you father go. was a really talented piano player, but they would have these late crazy night parties and they would jerk me out of bed at like 2 a.m. in the morning to sing for all their friends, right? Everybody's hammered. I don't even know what hammered means at this point. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you out there in like little footy pajamas? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. My booties were on and all, but that's how I'm out there singing Michael Jackson tunes and Motown stuff. And I hated it. Like they saw the talent in me and they pushed it so much that I kind of went away kinda from it. Kind of resented it a little bit. I did. And I never wanted to touch it. And uh, it wasn't until my high school days where my um, high school music teacher pulled me inside and was like, you've got something you need to use. It. And she showcased me at, I think it was, um, I want to say a prom or something like that. Wow. And, yeah. And I no ended pressure up, there. Yeah. But the feeling that I got, the response when I sang, it was just like a drug that yeah. I'd never taken before and I had to have more. And I never looked back since then. So between the childhood and then, I mean, like, you know, because when you're a kid, you, you can sing to a certain point and everything. Everybody thinks you're amazing because you're cute. And, you know, you're like, oh, look at him. And he's like, yeah. you could be horribly off key and they don't care because yeah. it's adorable. Did you know at that young age that, that you had that voice even before your parents or up until your parents started pushing it? Did you realize that you had that kind of voice or was it when you get in front of the prom kids, you went, wow, I can actually, I'm actually kind of good at this. I, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy that likes to toot his own horn. So honestly, I couldn't, I couldn't really answer that question. No big epiphany. Uh, not really. I mean, I didn't know I really had it until I showed it. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. That's what it, <laughs> like you kind of opened your mouth and you went, holy crap. That yeah, was me. Yeah. So what was it for you then? Yeah. I mean, obviously you said you grew up with the, the Motown and the Michael Jackson and all that. Was there a specific artist or artists that you heard that made you decide you wanted to pursue it more? 
Jeff Buckley. Wow, okay. His angelic voice, like I get chills just saying his name. But when I heard that voice, I was immediately like, if I can't come close to that, I have no business singing because that was... That's your bar. That was the bar. And then, of course, Miles Kennedy came along as well. Dude, that man peels and the paint like, off He makes me want to stop singing. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I hate those where you go and see him and you're like, I'm inspired, yet I want to quit. And yeah. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had that conversation with somebody the other day that uh, one of the bands that I had in here, they're like, oh, we, we love Alter Bridge. We love Mark mm-hmm. Tremonti. And I'm like, how do you feel shoes? Like, how does Mark Tremonti? Because most people go, oh, Tremonti, Creed. Yeah. Let's get out of that shadow. And so then they think about, um, you know, with Alter Bridge and you've got a voice like Miles Kennedy and now Mark Tremonti's doing his own thing and he's actually singing. Mm-hmm. That had to be intimidating AF. There's to a get little in front of a bit microphone. of miles in there though. If you there listen is, to his new record, there's a little bit there of miles is, in there. There is, but it's still like, man, I would be scared to death yeah. to even think that I could sing yeah. after you've been in a band with that man. Yeah. Like that's yeah. gotta be frightening as hell. Miles might have been behind him like, yeah. no singing like that. Yeah, you never, never, you never know. Back. Hey, you know, <laughs> Tremonti's no joke. You know, yeah. I know he like, you had the bad rap for years because of the Creed thing, you know, which I mean, they, they sold guy, a lot of records. They so, did. I mean, you know, they, there ain't no denying that. So, and he proved himself to be, you know, a heck of a force. You know, I was, I was always worried when that when that solo record came out and he decides to sing. I'm like, oh my god! Like, I hope people don't just go, "What he, are you trying to do?" Dude? Oh, he was great. Yeah, he was, it was awesome. great. There were great songs on there. Yeah. And and as much as I love Miles, like I have to listen to Miles in small doses, man, because really? because his voice is so powerful. Yeah, it gets to a point where just like. I feel like my head is going to explode, like not in a bad way, but it's yeah. just like it's so much for your brain to absorb. I'm sure there's sense. parts of his body that want to explode, too. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He's such a scrawny little dude, too. Yeah. Like, I don't know where it comes from. Yeah. So when you decided singing, do you, do you play it all? I play. I, I dabble in pretty much everything. Like I, I used to be a one man band. I've done production work from the ground up. Like guitars. See, keys. you just kind of naturally talented in all it's those all about areas. Ear. Like I've always said, all about ear, yeah, yeah. But it's not the gear; it's the ear, is what I've always yeah. said. Like if you got the ear for it, you can make it work. And I've been f- kind of backed into corners many times where I didn't have a choice but to make it work. Right. So you just kind of learn to just do it yourself. And I got kind of sick of doing it myself, and that's <laughs> when I started seeking other co-writers. Yeah. 
Around the region on Z97.5. Lights of Marfa and their cover of Billy Joel's Big Shot, which the band has uh, thrown a few covers my way. We will talk more in part three of our conversation as to why they are doing these covers and why they chose some of the particular ones that they did. In the meantime, we are getting to know new frontman Benjamin Hatch. So where did you come from then? Like, have you always been in Nashville or did did something bring you to Nashville? Uh, I was born in Jackson, Tennessee. Okay. And South Jackson and Bemis, actually. So I grew up in a small cotton town. So imagine the aspirations I had as a child. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anything but cotton. Me hell out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but growing up there and then always having that, you know, vision to do more led me to bigger things. And um, I worked with uh, Full Devil Jacket after. Love that. Yeah, I was actually Josh's replacement when he left. And I worked worked with those guys for a little while. And I was signed to an indie label out of Memphis. And I started my own band called Volpine in 2005. Okay. And we did some pretty serious touring. And he remembers me from that day, Mm -hmm. those days, don't you, Rizzo? Mm -hmm. I remember. I remember the name anyway. Yeah, yeah. right on. That's all I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember you. You don't remember me. (laughs) I just stared at your picture. I had your poster. I just stared at you. Was it was on the ceiling above your bed? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Okay. Back to the story. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I did the uh, I did the indie thing for a while and got to got a little taste for the road and that kind of fizzled out. And when that fizzled out, I, I packed what I could fit in my car with about two hundred bucks in my name to move to Los Angeles for about nine wow. years. So I lived out. That's in LA. a huge change. It is, and I got to work with a lot of people. The guys, a couple of guys from Cold Chamber, I produced their uh, project. We are the Riot out there in Los Angeles. 
man, I just met so many people. And my mind's going mud right now thinking of all the people that I met. But uh, so I that's wor- you're pretty pretty lucky to be able to pack up from Jackson, Tennessee, yeah. with two hundred dollars, yeah, and not su- winds up in a cardboard box for a little while before you get a gig. Yeah, but you'd be surprised how far Southern hospitality goes in a place <laughs> like that because people are used you to that. On Ian. Well, no, just I open doors for people, and that like Matters. really impressed people, yeah. you know, and just being that. But it also kind of can get you in trouble as well because I was highly taken advantage of, oh, of on many, many occasions out there. And of course, it got too expensive for living and decided to come back and be closer to home, start a family and uh, moving back to Nashville. It was either L.A. or Nashville for me always. And I tried L.A. and I'm just I'm a country guy, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's in me. I miss the trees and the seasons and I miss this. Like so was there a this. part of you, though, because since you did go from Los Angeles to Nashville and Corey and I have talked about this before, in fact, everybody in here, when you when you're coming out of Nashville, how overly saturated Nashville is, not just with bodies, but musicians and everybody who wants to make it because it is Music City USA. And, and you discover anymore that it's like, if you want to make it in Nashville, put down the instrument, become a songwriter and sell your stuff. Yeah. What was it like for you to then to, I guess, maybe transition between the chaos of L.A. where everybody's trying to be either a movie star or a rock? star and then coming to Nashville where everybody wants to say was there any kind of like weirdness for you with I've that? I've always that was... been an introvert like I've never forced myself out into the public But you eye. go into the biggest cities in the world as an introvert? I hide out and I wait for my opportunities pretty <laughs> much. You creep out. And, and I just, I do the creep. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like you you pick your battles and there was a lot of things like I, I didn't want to get into the scene as much as I did before I left for Los Angeles because I'd learned my lesson. Yeah. And in LA, I was like, if I get into the scene, I might not get out of the scene. Right. And it's weird because coming back to Nashville, it was a huge boom. Like I wasn't expecting Nashville to be, yeah. have as many transplants as people call them. Like yes. I was considered a transplant in Los Angeles and I was insulted by that. It's like, yeah, I'm not a transplant. You know? But you were. But I was. <laughs> and it didn't dawn on me until I came back here and I got it because a lot of people from that say they're from Nashville or from, you know, other states Everywhere that are else, coming yeah. here. Yeah. So you just go where the music music is so I, did i answer your question kind of, I, kind of, I mean i just you know like if, <laughs> if you feel like between los angeles and nashville like is is nashville as oversaturated to you as los angeles was like That's, granted i know it's a two different time frames but yeah it's comparable okay. it really is it really is and if i had to prefer i mean i would prefer nashville over los angeles any day just because of the southern hospitality yeah and i think that well the first thing i was going to say is that story is totally true because when i tried to track him down it was comical because his name came up i'm familiar with him so i was like i should reach out to this guy this is the first time so i reached out to six people that know him and none of them are like i don't even know i think he might still be in la and then let me call this guy and that finally one of them called me back and said hey text this guy he knows him i think he's not fit to use facebook I, he, he's not very active on Facebook. So, yeah. I mean, I am now to some yeah, degree because I've got something going on. But. So I just, I, I reached out, but it took about six people and texting them, texting somebody to where they were like, oh, here's his number. He actually does live in Nashville. Again. Yeah. That, you it's realize like, that's like one step away from taking out a missed connections ad in Craigslist, right? I, I, I know. It was hilarious. I was like, oh my God, how hard is it to find this guy? You know, just like, you know, hopefully see, he doesn't I had suck. that vision too because he said he's a creeper. Like, you know, I can see you guys being in a rehearsal space and all of a sudden he's outside the window with his face pressed against the glass. Like, are we doing this or what? You said the email? More like my man boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Leave nipple prints on the glass and be awesome. <laughs> I know, hey. Why not? 
music from your backyard. But damn, it's a big yard. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight on C97.5. Everything that rocks.
around the region on Z97.5 out of Nashville, Tennessee. Sleep for the Weary, that is Golden Towers. Now, last year, the band put out their first EP as a full band. It was the first time they'd ever done that. It was called Catharsis. It is part one of a three-part album that they are planning, and they've got custom tarot cards assigned to each of them. Apparently, according to the band's Facebook page, they are getting ready to reveal tarot card number two. Therefore, that means a new uh, a new record coming along with it. I, for one, very, very stoked. So as soon as I get some new material, you'll be damn sure you'll be hearing it here on Rock Around the Region. My boys from Coleman, Alabama, Shallow Side, out on the road, kicking ass and taking names. June 28th, they will be at the Masquerade in Atlanta, Georgia, with Framing Hanley. June 29th, they're in Memphis, Tennessee, at Growlers, and on June 30th, at the High Watt in Nashville. Nashville. Check out the band's Facebook page for details. Sound the alarm. It is Shallow Side. Rock around the region on Z97.5. To see you naked Slip down and show me who you really are I want your secrets and band-aids Never mind the tattoos covering your heart When you speak, just speak directly When you want, just point it out
Rock around the region on Z97.5 out of Knoxville, Tennessee, absent from the body. That is called The Wars We Wage. They've got some great shows coming up with some of their, uh, I'm sure, influencers. Crowbar is going to be in Knoxville on the 23rd of July playing the open court. Absent from the body will be opening. Then on September 20th, right here in Clarksville, Soulfly at the warehouse and absent from the body will be opening that as well. I cannot wait for that show. Love Soulfly. Cannot wait for them to uh, make their return here. That's going to be awesome and a chance to see absent from the body as well. You can check out details on facebook.com slash absent from the body. I am Samantha Knight. Just a couple of tunes left for you. One of them going to be brand new from a band right here in Clarksville when Rock Around the Region comes back to you. It's being powered by 13 Daggers, tattoo, and body piercing. Rocking hard on the boulevard. Walk-ins are always welcome. Make sure you check out 13 Daggers on Facebook and Instagram. Discover new bands now. Rock around the region on C97.5. Everything that rocks.
Walk around the region on Z97.5. Taco Mouth, that is called White House. The gang just played the Nashville Pride Festival yesterday, which I think is pretty damn awesome. August 3rd, you can check them out at the Pond in Franklin, Tennessee. September 20th, they will be at Little Harpeth Brewing in Nashville. And September 27th, Oh, my God. I don't know if to feel excited or old for this, to be quite honest. But September 27th, they are opening for the legendary punk rock outfit, Agent Orange. That show happening at the Exit Inn in Nashville. Like, I'm so excited, but I feel horribly, horribly old at the same time. I am Samantha Knight. Rock around the region. About done for this evening. First and foremost, thanks for tuning in and checking out the program. It's always a pleasure to have you here. And a big thanks to Lights of Marfa. More of that conversation still to come. Part three is on the way. As always, if you got questions, comments, concerns, you know about a band that I need to be familiar with, please send me an email. It is Samantha at Z975.com, or you can find me on Facebook. Cool. Big thanks to 13 Daggers as well. Rocking hard on the boulevard. If your tattoo and piercing needs, walk-ins are always welcome. You can check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Wrapping things up tonight with a band from right here in Clarksville. It is Awaken as they are working on a, they've been working on a brand new album and they've been sending me songs a little bit at a time. The album, by the way, is called Identity. You can learn more about that at facebook.com slash awaken official. So premiering a brand new song for you tonight. This one is called Naive Voices. Wrap it up, rock around the region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time. Just repeat what they said